Let's do it. Let's do it. You, 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 you're rock, rock, rocking out with X360 FM. Your favorite radio station. Rocking all through the streets. Keep it on lock. It's X in the fact. Full circle. Welcome to Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. I'm not sure right this interview, well, not interview, this Statistic that I read the article, just men and women. I'll research it tonight on Google for you. There we go. I appreciate it. You're my backup. I need you. That's <laughs> All right. So that leads us into who we're going to be interviewing. We got somebody special, Blake. She's a serial entrepreneur. She does a little bit of everything. She is a great positive role model, not only for our daughters, but for women everywhere. Dude, I'm proud of her. I know a lot of things that she does, and I'm excited and glad that she's on the show. So welcome to the show, Maureen Guest. Hello, how are you? Blessed. Blessed and highly favored, Maureen, and glad that you are here. I'm, I'm super excited. You should be. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I look up to you. You are full of energy. You're always positive. You're, in, you're Just being around you, you have just this positive attitude. You put off good vibes always, and you're always smiling and laughing, and well, I love thank that. you. Thank yeah. you. You hadn't seen my other side. You got to be a fly on my wall in the house. I'd rather not. You don't want to see it. You do not. No. They always say the ones that are the happiest now going, you don't want to see the other side. <laughs> that was one thing that I just I just met Maureen Danny uh, when we first started this show about a month ago now. It's been a and month. And that, that was the one thing that, that was really uh, stood out when I met you was mm-hmm. you, you were full, full of energy, but it was this very positive, um, uplifting energy. No, really something that you know, she's got like a magnetism that uh, okay. probably draws really good energy to you. Yeah, thank you. Really? Thank I mean, you. I've known you for years now, and you're just beautiful inside and out. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. You know, you're my ride or die. Hey, you know, we're Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right, Maureen, give everybody an overview because you do several things. Give everybody an overview of the things that you do. Oh, my gosh. Once upon a time, I, I, I claimed myself to be superwoman. But as I kind of grew towards more maturational stage of my womanhood, um, I, I like the term entrepreneur. It's, it's, it's more realistic, but I do a little bit of everything. Um, oh, my gosh, where do I start? Oh, I'm a personal trainer. I like to put that out there first because it's a lifestyle, not yes. just a career. And, I, you know, well said. I, yeah, I, I'm going to be training until I'm, what, 90, 100. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming 105. I love okay, it. but first and foremost, I am a trainer, not only to others, but for myself, mind, body, and spirit. Okay, I'm going to put that out there as well. You have you have to have all three to be completely fit. You absolutely. Um, oh wow, I I'm a consultant for affordable housing. A lot of people don't realize that I've been in affordable housing for 30 years. No I way. started out um, when I was in college, just looking for a little change. When I was in college, you know, all college kids are basically mm-hmm. broke. And so I, I needed, you know, a little bit of party money to put, you know, to kind of have on the side. But mm-hmm. I, I stumbled into property management. Really? Yeah. Now, how did you stumble into it? I, I applied to I applied for a receptionist position, and they said I was overqualified. 
Really? Now, I don't know how that works because the only thing that was on the resume was a fast food chain. I don't know if you guys remembered uh, Del Taco. Did you yes. guys remember uh, Del Taco? Oh, yes. Many, oh, many yeah. years ago. You just told us a uh, very important fact about how old you are. Yeah, 21 plus. <laughs> she said 21 plus. I love it. 21 plus. So, uh, yeah. And so um, it took them a minute to give me a call, but uh, they did. I was denied because I was overqualified. And then some months later, maybe about six months later, they called me back and they hired me instantaneously as a manager. Really? That's Yeah. So you were at Del Taco. And then went straight to manager over Well, the- yeah, and not directly because Del Taco was my high school years. Oh, okay. And um, I started property management, I'm thinking roughly around age 21, 20 okay. or 21. Mm-hmm. Because between 18 and 20, 20 and 21. But no, I also worked at, what was that? Treasury Drugstore. Do you guys remember Treasury Drugstore? Mm, no. I worked in the pharmaceuticals. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, I was a cashier. Okay. And so still, that didn't really pan out to being overqualified. This was during the period of time between Del Taco and uh, the property management. Property management, yes. Yeah, so the only thing on the resume was cashier hmm. at the drugstore and cashier at Del, at Del Taco. All right. Yeah. Now, how did you like the property management? Because you just went... Almost to be a manager, and how? And you got a career of it now, consulting. I right? have a consulting company. I've I've been consulting for seventeen plus years. Wow! I've been in property management for thirty years, and um, I just it was for me. I stumbled into it. I it ended up being one of my crafts. Um, now the sector that I work in, as, in retrospect to affordable housing, is the compliance sector. And for those who don't really know, you have different types of property management companies, and just. Okay. Different levels of property management, um, not commercial. I actually um, stumbled into the affordable housing sector for low-income families. Okay, so just the residential side. Yeah, the residential side. And so um, I was the manager over the compliance department, those that monitored those persons who were eligible for um, the low-income housing. Okay. And so, yeah. So that's how I, I, I don't know how that happened. That was just, that was just the universe putting everything into place. So I have no answers as to how that happened. But yeah, that's, yeah. And I love, that's my baby right there. What people don't realize, that is my specialty. I have a nickname in the affordable housing industry. It's a a small circle. Once you get into property management, everyone knows everyone. So you can either have at it and be successful and create a good name for yourself or become epic failure because it's either it's or. It's a small group, yeah. So, so it's a very knows. small group. Just a real quick question for those mm-hmm. of us who do not know or understand. When I, we, I get a, a, a understanding of property management, when mm-hmm. you say consulting, what what does that involve? Well, I'm consulting on my end is for the affordable housing programs like your public housing, your Section 8. There's a new program now referred to as tax credit. Um, it's a tax credit program, mm-hmm. IRS Section 42 code. Mm-hmm. Um, you have home funds. So in other words, if you have you noticed that the projects, if you're from Atlanta and we're speaking from Atlanta, mm-hmm. Techwood Homes, Creekside. Um, yeah. yeah, not Creekside. Um, Techwood Homes, Carver Homes, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, East Lake Meadows, all of those projects back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they back, I think it was in the 90s when they had the welfare reformation. Yeah. And I, I believe that. at the time Clinton was in office. Right. And they established this program called um, the HOPE. 
program. Okay, not not for scholarships, but it was called the Hope Program, where they came and they demolished all of your projects. And what they did, they built them back up and created a mixed income community. I remember that. I was yeah. actually in school at that time, and we were out. Yeah, doing my community uh, portion of the uh, the uh, program. Right, right. And I started out in Techwood. That was the first projects that was actually torn down and rebuilt. Where we had to move all the all, mm-hmm. all the residents there, we had to move them out into the suburbs, just just scattered everywhere. It's wow, quite an undertaking. Oh yeah, and then we had to do extensive um, background checks. Everyone couldn't come back. Now you oversaw these. I oversaw that. I oversaw that. So what I mean by consulting is consulting of the affordable housing, low income programs for low income persons. So you you, you consult individuals or businesses? Um, I I consult the the investors, the management companies, the syndicators and the management companies. So in other words, you have a compliance department. So you have to go and do a check on the files, make sure the staff is is qualifying the residents. Like a liaison. Uh, Yeah. According to the uh, according to the governing bylaws gotcha and so i kind of i'm like the police <laughs> i come in and make Uh-oh. sure i may say i need to see you know here's a list of your files that i need to take a look at i'm coming in i'm like irs yeah, i want to like audit IRS. your files oh yeah now and i do get a lot of calls as far as um cleaning now i've been i don't know i'm you don't get a lot of consulting companies but i am known for the cleanup lady i will come in and clean up your property Hmm. Where the staff is just either they're undertrained, or sometimes um, just don't give a darn because you, you do have employees such as that, yeah. and some people who just come in, you know, like, you know it's just a job. They mm-hmm. do what they can, mm-hmm. and they're out. So I would come in sometimes after they've been audited by the governing agency, and they've been written up, mm-hmm. and they've cited certain deficiencies. I would literally bring my team, and we would go through the files. And we would clean the files up and get them back in compliance. So this is this is a sounds like a hybrid of being self-employed and uh, appointed by, uh, I guess, some sort of federal a government or, official or something. Yeah. Well, you you have you have the federal agency, which is the Internal Revenue Services. Again, Section Forty Two Code. So you guys can Google that, get a little hindsight on that. Um, but also, the federal government. Each state has different bylaws. They have different requirements yeah. and so it's you have the federal that oversees it but they also give the governing states the complete control mm-hmm. over how things are so this processed. is your business but you are just you work hand in hand or you're like a contract yeah i'm typically a contractor okay yeah what happens is that either the investors the banks or the property management companies they will call me and say hey we need a consultant you know yeah provide a, a quote a Perfect. proposal shall i say and and just depending i, I it's just so many different services i train the staff i do quality control um i do it all now from an entrepreneurial perspective mm-hmm. you know my question is always how do you get to where you are so listening to what you're saying what drove you to get to this point? Because it sounds like now you have quite a reputation after these number of years that you've been doing this. You have found yourself at a certain perspective, a certain point mm-hmm. in your career where it sounds like you were sought after, sought out. Right, mm-hmm. right. How did I get to that point? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mentioned that I, I don't know how I got the job. So we, we, we've made so that, that was clear, in the very right? Beginning, it was just, you stumbled into it. I stumbled, I did. <laughs> but I don't know. I've always been a kind of person, whatever task, or whatever assignment that has been handed to me, 
I, I just believe in giving it 100%. And I always say if I was a pooper scooper, I would be the best pooper scooper out there. Or I would definitely try to be the best pooper scooper. And so, I, you know, I didn't say, hey, you know, I want to get into property management. I'm in college majoring in biology. You know, so I don't know how that came That's to two be. That's completely different things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then working in the projects where we had the red dogs, you know, we they had daytime I security. those red dogs, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, by the federal pet penitentiary, yeah. Blake. Yeah. You want, so you see what I... used to ride Grady. I was oh, a paramedic for oh, a while. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. And I was a snooty lady, the new snooty female in the office. <laughs> and when they realized I was the real deal, it's like, oh, she's cool. You know, oh, my gosh. You know, I just fell in love with the process, I fell in love with the residents first and foremost. I was able to get a closer snapshot of the low income culture, shall I say, because there is a mindset attached to the different economical statuses of life. Oh, yeah. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a whole nother story it's right there. It's kind of like Blake and I talk about always, and you and I have as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the sum total of the five people you hang around the most. Mm-hmm. So if you're hanging around people that's only in that culture, that's what your mentality is going to be. If yeah. you don't know success, you know, how to become an entrepreneur or a multimillionaire, then you're not going to be able to achieve that level. Absolutely. Know? But Absolutely. she also mentioned something that was very important and the takeaway from that entire discussion for me was what you said, that single sentence when you said, whatever you do or have done, you have given 110%. And that's that's the true spirit, uh, that mindset of, a, of an entrepreneur, Absolutely. even, I mean, above and beyond your top five. Right, right, yeah. And I, I just fell in love with the process, you guys. I fell in love with the residents to this very day. I still keep in touch with a lot of those residents. And I was able to be a part of the process of being able to confirm the stereotypes that, that we have. And, you know, because we stereotype people based on, Economical status, Mm, race, Mm. gender, and to be in the middle of that and to now know that just because you're in the projects, it doesn't mean that you're a criminal, you're not educated, or you you understand what I'm saying? So I was able to meet some of the best people Mm -hmm. in the projects. I met some of the best people, and I met some people who really kept their unit just, oh my gosh, you could eat off the floor. And so I saw so many different lifestyles out there, even the gangs, they became so acquainted with me that they protected me. There was a spot that was called the hole and I had to get used to walking the property daily and inspecting these units by myself. Was this in Techwood? This was in Villa Monte. Okay. Now this was before um, the Hope Sits program, Mm -hmm. before they began to demolish the project so this was well before this was a job that i stumbled into when i applied to be a receptionist i was denied for being overqualified and when the person the person that i who trained me i took her position and she was a martyr bus driver and so i took her position and i was scared live it the first day i said oh my gosh i gotta go out here and walk these units you got these people hanging out you know i'm the snooty chick in the office you know and so they became so acquainted with me um they were like hey miss maureen they protected me i could walk the hole and they they had i felt like i was in a movie i bet you did oh yeah oh yeah because most people could not do that like i said you got to have protection in order to go in places like that right there oh yeah and and what i like is that people they adored me because i treated them like they were someone i was professional and and i also showed my side of i'm the same as you 
Don't misconstrue the fact that I'm sitting behind the desk. I have my suit on and, you know, life may look gorgeous to, to you guys because I am positive. Mm -hmm. Because I'm positive and I, and, and I try to show my good side when I step outside my world. Because the world doesn't deserve to see your worst. They, don't, they should not be a victim of if you've had a bad day. If the kids have racked your nerves, you've had problems with your spouse or your fiance or your parents, the world doesn't know anything that's going on with you when you leave out your house. You are obligated to give your best to the world. Well they said. should not yes. be a victim of your issues. Here, here. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I pride myself on that because I know what it feels like to get poor service, to be, you know, targeted for something I have no clue. And they loved that. They were not used to that. They were used to people frowning upon them because they paid a dollar rent or free rent and picked up a utility check every month. I said, you know what? I said, I put my pants leg on the same as you do. One leg at a time. I said, I've been in, I, it's been times I may could use a little bit of assistance. Mm -hmm. I'm just simply doing a job. And, and, and so, I don't know. It just gave me an adrenaline to see people light up. Because well, you, you know? like Blake and myself, you like helping people change their lives for the better, and that's what you're doing. You're out there being a shining light to those people, letting them know that you know what you can do more, and you're a person just like I am. Yeah, and just like I've done things in my life, so can you. So no, I, I that's why I love talking to you because you always got this energy, and that's what you give out to the world, and everybody around you can see it and can feel it. Thank right? you. And that's Thank that's you. a lot of the most successful people of this time have been motivated by things just like that. What you just said, mm -hmm. just going out, trying to make a change, having an impact mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. community to start with, and then something bigger and something bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, one thing I'll talk about, you, you kind of briefly touched on certain things that in your past kind of struggle, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what the show's about. It's, you know, it's talking to entrepreneurs about their victories, about the struggles that they face and how they've overcame them. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that, again, you know, I say it all the time that a lot of people look at entrepreneurs or people that's, you know, got their own, their own business, and they're like, you know what? It was given to them. They born a silver spoon in their mouth. Right. Everything's always gravy for them. It's not for everybody like that. But it's not the case. Life is hard for everybody out there. It doesn't matter who you are. No one is immune to life's difficulties. Right. So with that being said, Maureen, what's, what's something that you face in your life that's been challenging? How would you overcome it? Oh, gosh. I don't know if I've overcome it thus far. Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to deal with it. One of the biggest challenges, I mean, and I'm kind of fast Fast forwarding mm -hmm. to the present moment. Right. Okay, so at present moment, my biggest obstacle is peace, peace and keeping in balance and just trying to not put myself into everything that happens to me that may not go my way. Inner peace is what you're referring the to. The inner peace, said. perfectly said. Yeah, I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Um, Self-development is, it ranks supreme. It ranks over the radio station. It ranks over the consulting, the personal training. And so one of my, I tend to, Blake, you, you mentioned something that I draw in people and maybe the good energies. I also have drawn in some doozies out there. No. They are coming my way. And what, and, and, and I don't know if that's the wrong way to explain it because people have issues. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't really even understand that they're miserable. 
You know, and, and so, you know, once upon a time, I would be quick to just go ahead and just want to just kind of, you know, create World War Three. you know, because Maureen to can put it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. But at this stage in my life, and the, be- the beauty about being the age that I am now, and it took a long time to accept my age. 21 plus. 21 plus, yeah, <laughs> yes, and particularly being a woman, because standards are placed on us, you know, your, your beauty fades and all this type of stuff. But I'm loving Maureen at age 52. And, and, and I would never thought that I could say that because I freaked out when I turned 30 and I'm learning that it only gets better and I like it more because this is starting to develop and, and I'm a Your late mind, bloomer. Yeah. Yep. Oh, now you yeah. also said a while ago about self-development and that's that's one of the most important things to you at this point. Mm-hmm. Give us a little insight into what Maureen Guest does on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis in that in that regard as far as what do you do? What are the steps you take for our listeners out there who might be interested in struggling in that very thing? What do you do in, in, in your daily effort to self-develop? I love that question. Yeah, that's a great First question. First and foremost, I'm, I'm learning to train my mind. We must train ourselves. Exactly. Because the emotions that we have, are, we like to blame everything and everyone as to the reason why we're having our woe is me moment or our pity party when in, in fact we've created that ourselves. Okay, we're going through whatever we're going through because we're either not happy with ourselves or uh, the world's not treating you the way you feel like you should be treated. So first and foremost, I'm training my thought process. How do you do that? Um, oh gosh. Is it like a conscious effort to do some sort of meditation exercise? Or? Yeah, I'm very conscious of it. I, I do meditate. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very big on meditation. How long do you meditate? I, it varies. It, yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't have a certain ritual. In retrospect to my meditation, it just depends how I'm feeling that day. Okay. So for our listeners out there, what would you suggest to somebody who's a very beginning uh, wanting to try an exercise like that? How would, how would you explain that to that person? I would say the first, when you first start your morning, just have some type of affirmation. Just be grateful. Very good. Just be grateful. Mm-hmm. And just claim that today is going to be a good day. And even if that doesn't happen in your mind... Mm-hmm. Because something can go south, but it doesn't really negate the fact that it still may be a good day. Yeah. You know, so just claim that today is going to be a good day. And I hear that so much from successful entrepreneurs and business owners that that's the first thing they do when they wake up is the first thing they do before their feet even touch the floor is give thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and do remember now when you utter those words, those thoughts, we live in a spiritual world mm-hmm. and it's out there. And I do believe, you know, we have positive, neck, we have good, evil, we have all those things and we're all capable of all those things, right? It just depends on what lifestyle you're choosing and how you want to conduct yourself. Absolutely. But long story short, when you're claiming that day, sometimes the forces will come and say, you know what? You are totally incorrect. And I wouldn't even give that too much entertainment either. But you, you know, sometimes if I, it's, if, Things are just going the opposite. I just chant, come on, bring it. What you got? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you don't want that. none of this. You know, I get hard with it, you know. Because you are stronger yeah. than failure, Maureen. That's why. Oh, my gosh. I, sometimes, I, you know, I, I, I have a little saying, and it, it may be kind of, I, I don't know, I, I wouldn't put on the airways, but sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm walking and I got some bricks on the shoulders and I'm, I'm just, I'm crawling and people looking like, okay, what is she doing? But, you know, I, I just realized that everything that we do and everything that we think, everything that we speak, we're putting it out there. And, and um, I would say the majority of things that we go through, 
we are the ones that are manifesting that. And I, I, I made a statement Absolutely. one time on social media. Absolutely. You know how people say people are hard. No, life is hard. Life is beautiful. Life is not hard. Life is what you make. People Absolutely. can be hard. And people can also be beautiful and amazing. Yep. You know, choose your poison. Right. Yeah. It was like you said yeah. a second ago. Everything's energy. Everyone's got good inside of them. Everyone's got bad inside of them, positive and negative. You mm-hmm. know, it's like the story of the two wolves. I'm sure both of you have heard it before. Mm-hmm. Um, the young kids talked to his grandmother, and she said, look, everyone's got two wolves living inside of them. One feasts on, you know, the negativity in the world and is mean and negative and always that's what he feeds on. The other mm-hmm. one is positive, happiness, prosperity. And they're at a constant battle on a daily basis. And he said, well, grandmother, which one wins? He said, whichever one you feed. There you go. So it depends on what yeah. wolf you're going to feed. Who do you want to become by focusing your energy, your thoughts, and everything on what you want to be? Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. And if you do fall, if you do fail, because I have those moments, I, I, I get angry. I'm like, Maureen, how did I mean, It doesn't mean that you're perfect. A lot of times people think, well, you're self-developing. I thought you were just had a, you know, or you just got say, I said, I never said I was perfect, mm-hmm. but I am working towards perfection. And besides, the word perfect, it has a definition to it, right? So who says that there's no such thing as being perfect? Perfect is what you make it. In my world, I may think that there's a such thing as perfection. My perfection may be different than your perfection and your perfection. Your you know, but I will it. fall because I sometimes I go there and I lose it and I go into Momo. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my that's my alter ego, Momo <laughs> or Robo. You know, I have nicknames. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I pick I pick it back up. I don't just give up and say, okay, that's it. I'm just gonna go and just continue to this, you know, journey through the world and and just just don't do anything. No. You know, there's one thing that really irks me the most. It's two things. What? YOLO, you know, this new evolution thing of language and, and how we do things and anything goes. There, There's nothing that's um, that has any boundaries anymore. I'm having a hard time adapting to that. But two things I really don't like is YOLO and I just say it like it is. Um, no. <laughs> because you only get one life, so you, you need to tread a little bit more carefully. I understand you want to live life, let your hair down, you want to go bungee jumping, or you want to hop out of airplanes. Okay. But you, you want to do everything within reason. Yes. Yes. Yeah, do everything within reason, but also be respectful of you and the people that you're around. You want to carry yourself in a respectable manner. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Now, as Blake was saying earlier, the different habits that you have that create success in your life, meditation being one, what are some other things that you do? Because I want these other women that are out, these other men, everyone out there to know what what other people do as far as daily habits to become successful. Oh, this is, this is hands down. Good question. Fitness, mind, body, and spirit, exercise, and proper nutrition. What you put in your body? Is what you're going to get. That is and true. that's not just the outward appearance. That's the chemical makeup of your body. Your thought process. Everything. Longevity. Whether you're more susceptible to diseases or not. Doesn't mean you can make it. may not guarantee everything. But you lessen your chances. Of having a miserable life as you grow older. You don't have to grow old uh, miserably. You can grow no. old so gracefully. It's ridiculous. That you can hang with a 10 year old. Any day. Any time. Well you know what I mean? So it's all about... Get those bodies moving, you guys. And I'm sorry. You know, we live in a society where we have standards on how we're supposed to look and all of these things. No, 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 no. You have to get in the gym. I appreciate the cosmetic surgeons. Ladies, you are beautiful out there, but you still have to get the bodies moving. Absolutely. And you, you got the nail on the head, too, as far as saying it's not only the outside appearance, but inside as well. Yes. Because, you know, when you work out, you know, you talked about the inner peace earlier as well. 
And when you're working out, it releases the serotonin and the dopamine oh. in your body. So it creates that happy drug. It yes. puts you on that path to yeah. create inner peace and create more happiness in your life. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely. And you see me in action in the gym. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yes. And like, you look yeah. amazing. Actually, you and Blake both. Both of y'all have done competitions. Both of you work out on a daily basis. I'm over here like a little couch potato. <laughs> and you know what? And some of those, some of those, t- um, training. I, I like to say training. I call you a sweet potato. There we go. <laughs> a sweet potato. <laughs> but you know, sometimes that those training sessions you witness, it could be I'm having a moment. I, I may be in any emotion. I may be feeling something that's really amazing. I may be in a sad moment in my life. I may be angry. I may just be on cloud number nine. So I take all the emotions to the gym. That's how I deal with it. And you never went out, and I see you working out at the gym. I used to manage a gym that morning, one of the gyms that morning uh-huh. works out at. Mm-hmm. And do beast mode. I mean, she would work out harder than most of the guys in there. It's just awesome. It was impressive, hands down impressive. Yeah, thank Outstanding. you. Thank all right, you. so meditation, fitness, eating healthy, and exercising. And what else does Maureen Guest do? Uh, I'm always taking a look at myself. Because I can go there. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I have a history of, you know, if I get to that point of no return, it's so easy to go there. And so that has been attached to me with people that know me. And I realized that, you know, you're giving your power away. Why are you doing that? And so I'm always, what I do now, I self-reflect. If, if Danny has on a black jacket, and this is going to be an overkill, does, you know, I'm just kind of being over-exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I may say, is that really a black jacket before I tell him he has on a brown jacket? I'm always double-checking myself first. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, in other words, I'm always being conscious of what I'm saying, how I'm trying to deliver what I'm saying to people. Because I know delivery is important. Yes. And I know when I'm speaking to people or just interacting and how they receive me it's very very important you know and so i'm just always self-reflecting throughout the course of the day have i mastered that thus far not yet you know um i i have no, mastery but is it, a journey not a destination oh yeah so yeah you're always going to achieve a different level once you achieve that mastery quote-unquote level you're always going to push more to the next level absolutely absolutely well so said. just self-reflection at all given times Yep. And so by self-reflection, you mean as far as being constantly aware of what you're saying and how you're affecting yes. people around you, how you're affecting your life, what you're speaking to other people's lives. Yeah. Be a light. Be a light. And that's it. Be a light to others. And it feels good. Oh, it does. You're not it? doing it to, to you, you're really, you're not doing it so you can feel good. It's not like you're doing it because you're looking for something back in return. It's just a natural type of way well, to. There was uh, a study that yeah. becomes habit. No. Yeah. It becomes yeah. habit. But then also there's, there was a study done, whereas you know, when you give somebody something, like if I gave you like a million dollars, you're happy as can be. But there was a study done that says the person who gives, the giver, also receives those same feelings in return as far as who the person who received it. All right, everybody, we're getting to the end of the show. Oh. And this has been, a, Maureen, thank you for coming. It's been an epic show, and I'm glad this that you've been fun. on here. Yeah, I'm glad you were here. So yeah. kind of a recap. Maureen does a lot of different things, but one of the main things that she does on a daily basis is self-development. Any successful entrepreneur out there, it's all about self-development. Yes. You know, what you do on a daily basis, those habits are going to create success in your life. So everybody, again, thank you for being part of the family. Thank you for tuning in to Stronger Than Failure, being with us again. And remember, you are stronger than failure. 
Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. Stronger Than Failure. That's an effect. That's an effect.